Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. Well, it's afternoon for us as we're sitting here right this minute, so welcome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, whether it's morning, afternoon, or we're catching the end of your day. We're just glad you're here with us. I'm Stacy Johnston, so glad to be here and completely honored to be with my co-host, Cassie Holland. And how are you today? I am doing great. I am looking forward to this conversation and enjoying this beautiful day. How are you? The same. I, I always love these conversations. You know, I've been intrigued recently about how many people we've gotten the opportunity to talk to that have given the most beautiful definitions of the word hero and been able to highlight and bring people into the conversation that fit into that for them. And it's kind of like the word for Wednesday that we do, the, the, the conversations that we have on our midweek mind candy show. I think we're getting to have some really beautiful conversation about the definition of hero and, and how that fits into people's lives and who they identify there. So how about you? What are you what's intriguing you in this right now? I just enjoy meeting the people. We have met some incredible people and heard some amazing stories. Um, and like you, I think it's pretty cool to see who everybody's hero is because people normally, you know, when you say hero, people usually think Superman or Iron Man, but really it's, it's everyday people that they're identifying as their hero, and I think it's super cool. Yeah, I love it. So, and the other part of my, I, I like the guests, right? I love these people they give to me to eat. I think that, I feel like I've made friends all over the world that I never would have gotten to meet. You know, had we not been able to be blessed with this opportunity. So, if you're ready, I'd love to bring our guests in for the day and get started. Sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, may we please present Tana Inski. Hello, ma'am. How are you today? Hello. I'm super. I feel so excited to be with you today. We are very glad to hear. Thank you for taking your time and uh, being willing to just share what you know. I mean, you have traveled to this place that you are today, to this light that shines, and we're anxious to find out how you got there. So Mm -hmm. why about you kick us off? Tell us, who is Anna Inski? What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you? Okay. Well, Tana Inskeep, I'm going to start like I started before. I love me some tacos and margaritas and friends. <laughs> I come from Houston, Texas, born and raised. And I can tell you about that story a little bit later. But we live in California now, have four amazing kids married to my best friend for 17 years. And I am a life and mindset coach. And I feel like this work ripples and changes generations. I love it. Mm. I love it. Okay, so explain to our listening audience, for those who might not be there today, what's a mindset coach? So a mindset coach, what I do is I help people get really clear, have awareness about what they're thinking, what they're feeling, and how they're showing up in the world, and how what they think, feel, and do creates all the results that they have in their life now, and that when they can see that, have awareness, then they can change that for the future. Because how we Mm -hmm. act and how we think is the reality. If you think it's going to be a bad day, you're going to find reasons for it to be a bad day. If you think you don't have self-worth, you're going to show up everywhere you go, 
feeling low and down and unworthy, unworthy to use your voice, unworthy to speak up, unworthy to ask for that promotion, unworthy to be married to a man that loves you. And it all starts with how you think and how you feel. Absolutely. That, that inner self-talk. Yes. Right? What do you tell yourself? Right? It doesn't matter what you tell other people. It doesn't matter what you allow other people to tell you. What do you tell you? Yes, 100%. And I think we think it's, it, it is automatic. Some of, a lot of that runs on autopilot. And before I got into mindset work, I had no idea how much control I had over the way I talked to myself. And in reality, I talked to myself a lot of how my parents talked to me, which wasn't very nice. And mm. so I wasn't feeling real good about life for a long time. Hmm. You know, it's so true. We... You know, when you get a first-hand moment experience, to get to use that. My mom had a stroke a couple of years ago, and she was really struggling one day in, in the process of her recovery and trying to get better and, and trying to figure out what that new normal was about for her. And mm-hmm. she was talking about not being around, you know, mm-hmm. like if this is going to be my life. Maybe I just don't need to be here. Maybe he should have just taken me out. And this mm-hmm. random lady right, that they're never random, right, coincidence happens mm-hmm. on purpose, this beautiful <laughs> random lady came into the room and said, are you Pat? And she said, I am. And she said, you know what, I just came to give you a message. And she said, what's that? And she said, you're going to speak your own truth in this. Mm. So you're going to decide how you recover and how you don't. Just always remember that. Mm. And just mm. walk out. And wow. I thought, you know, angels when they need to be there, right? Yes. But it was so perfectly true because then we got to use that with her and go, you know, Mom, what do you want? What do you want to be true? Yes. And, yes. And you decide what's going to be true for you by what you tell yourself you can and can't do from this moment on. A hundred percent. Absolutely believe that. What mm-hmm. a great thing. So as a mindset coach, I love that. Thank you. That just kind of touched my heart. Um, mm. As this mindset coach, tell us how do you work with just women, men, both groups? Companies, I, how do you, okay, I work. Yes. Okay. Love that. I work with both men and women. Majority are women, and I work one on one for six months. So we we check base every week for about forty five minutes, and it's so powerful. People bring you can bring any topic, you know, with mindset work. You can it's it's anything. It's it's how we. It's all and all of it comes down, I think, to relationship. It's what you just talked about, right? So. We have a relationship with ourselves. We have a relationship with our house. We have a relationship with our car, our clothes, our body, our spouses, our kids. And it's how we think and act and feel towards them. And we get to, like, again, we get to decide. And so, you know, I meet people. I talk to, I have people that are in tech in California and, you know, moms, single moms who are just trying to make it and be the best moms that they can be. And uh, we do a lot of processing feelings. That's a huge part of it, too. And I love the idea, if you're willing to feel anything, you can do anything. And I think that's the big hiccup that I see a lot is I don't want to feel embarrassed, so I'm not going to speak up. Right? I don't want to feel shame, so I'm not going to do the thing. I don't want to look mm. foolish, dumb. I don't want to feel scared. I don't want to be rejected. So I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to live my dream. I'm not going to do that thing because what if, what if people laugh? What if people think this? And the thing is feelings last 30 seconds. 
maybe, right? But it's the judgment, it's the shame that we put, it's the relationship again that we put on ourselves. Like when we fail, when we're disappointed, when we feel rejected, it's how are we talking to ourselves? Are we having our back and living and, mm-hmm. and saying, I've got you no matter what. I love you. I support you. I'm here. Go out and do the thing. If you fall on your face, I got you. It's fine. But what happens is we come back and we kick ourselves in the butt. Like, why did you do that? You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have talked that way. Why did you, you know, and we berate ourselves and we feel, it's like building crap upon crap upon crap and we feel awful. And and why would we ever go back out and do that thing? So true. So true. We are. I think. Go, Cass. Fear plays a very evident role in so many things. A lot of them it, that we don't like, even realize yeah. that we're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's why mindset is so... Ab- yes, exactly. But here, it's so fun. I love that you said that because for me, fear was the biggest thing that held me back. Most, I would say most of my life in that sort of from childhood. And I didn't even realize that it was fear. I didn't even know the reason I wasn't doing it. I had I took calculated risk things that I thought maybe I could figure out, I could, ach- I could achieve, or, you know, I was somewhat good at. But doing something as an adult that I never done before, that I would put hope in and really try in front of a lot of people was, was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Being, being vulnerable yeah. and transparent is terrifying. So let's take this in a different direction. Yeah. Is there someone, hey, I would like to know what your definition of a hero is, but is there someone along your journey through your transformations and your, you know, your life that you would identify as a hero? A hundred percent. Okay, so I have, I have a hero, but there's just a, the hero is split into a few different people, and I'll tell you why. So I was adopted as a child, and I never knew my birth family at all. So from the beginning, rejection, right, abandonment, I don't, we can't have you, we can't, we, they gave me to another family. I lived with this family for 11 years, and in the family that was supposed to love me and care for me, my mother, she physically abused me growing up. Emotionally, I wish you were never born, I wish we never adopted you, I hate you, I don't ever remember feeling love, seen, or heard. I don't remember my parents ever hugging me or nurturing me. I lived very much in a land of minefields, just being very scared to step on a, you know, something yeah. that's going to explode. And I moved out when I was 11. I was forced to move out, and I lived with another family for three months. And that's the first time I wore dirty clothes to school, and I had rats crawl over me at night because it was just a filthy home and called my dad begging to come home. Couldn't happen. And then I moved into another family, lived with them four and a half years. And my friend was kicked out because her, her parents were also abusive. I didn't know that. And now I'm in this home of people I don't know. And then I live with my last family in my senior year of high school. So my whole childhood was literally, um, insecure, being with different families, not knowing if I belong, feeling very scared. That was my home life. 
But what I didn't realize was through all that, people, people always wonder, how in the world did you not live on the streets pregnant with, and like on drugs? And it's the heroes. Because I really believe that God put people in my life during that tumultuous time to love me. And they were an anchor in that place. And the first person I thought about was my middle school teacher. She was my home ec teacher. And I had journaled about my, my home life. And she took me under her wing. And I didn't know that. I just thought she was being really nice. She gave me these teen magazines. And she um, let me come to her house. And she helped me make my eighth grade banquet, uh, prom, like prom dress. We, we sewed it together. And she was just somebody who believed in me. She took time to be with me and um, she wasn't overly, you know, nurturing or anything, but she just, she just cared. And I remember feeling so secure and safe with her and in the midst of all the crazy and same thing, I played sports and it was, again, it was my coach. It was people that saw me who believed in me and wanted the best for me. And then the same thing happened in high school. And ultimately, you know, when I was turned 20 is when I came face-to-face with God. And he is my ultimate hero. You know, he, it says he, he is a father to the fatherless. And I remember that time that I felt like literally reborn again. And I remember crying and feeling like safe. Like I have a father now. I have a heavenly father who will never, ever, ever leave me. And I remember, and it was about a few weeks later, I felt like he showed me I've always been there. I have always been there through that dark time. And I brought this person. I brought this hero. I brought this hero. Mm. Wow. <laughs> what a beautiful story. What a beautiful story. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what else you say that about Hallmark card? Beautiful story. You know, Tara, Tana, that shows so much hope and, and just so much. And just what you said, that he's there with us all along the way, even if we don't recognize it, just because mm-hmm. he sends those people, right? Or he, he makes that wave happen, and it takes that moment of recognition. And so, amen. That he was there with yeah. you and that you get to share that as your ultimate hero. That's a beautiful story. I like to have tears. Mm. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. And, you know, you asked about heroes. I think heroes are people who, who, and I, I know this sounds really, I, I love what you said. They're just ordinary people who take the time to see, to see you, right? They're, they're people who live out their gifting, whatever that is. Like one was a home ec. She just, she taught how to cook and how to sew, you know, way back in the day. And she could have thought, oh, this is so silly. Nobody really likes this, da, 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 da. But it was her light that, mm. that shone so bright in my darkness because she took the time to see me. And she helped me. When she saw me, I saw love. Mm. So I think it really just comes heroes or people who love and, you know, going back, who are unafraid, who are willing to take the risk, right? Even if it's like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if this person will reciprocate. But you're just compelled to yeah. love, to act yeah. from love. It's beautiful. Great definition of a hero. Mm, it's beautiful. I have been so touched by 
the true definition that people have of heroes and who those people turn out to be. So what a beautiful story. You know, I hope those people know. I mean, you know God knows. He's got you, right? You know he thinks mm-hmm. that you, you think he's the ultimate hero, and that's cool. But your middle school teacher, right, and that high school coach, if there's a way, you should let them know. You, I think sometimes we wait our whole lives to wonder if we ever made a difference. So you know, I have. I, oh, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, please. I have. I've reached out to, well, at least my, the middle school hmm. teacher. Cool. And I, I, I told her. And it was so funny. She's like, Tana, you, you, it, she felt she was so struck by me. She hmm. wasn't doing, she was just being herself. So fascinating. Yeah. But I told her how much she has meant to me and her, her love and taking that time. That's cool. Beautiful. Yeah. So, Tanya, when you look at this journey that you've been on and all the things that you've learned, holy cow, I have a page of notes, all the things that you've learned and, and the experiences that you've had, what's one last lesson you want to make sure that you share? The one life lesson is everything's figureoutable. And I guess what comes down to it is it's this, um, the victim identity, right? When I was little, I was victimized, you know, as a little girl. And I had to do things, I had to cope in ways and protect myself. And it makes sense. But there comes a time when that's in the past and it's time to move forward. And so I think the life lesson is it's to rise up. It's to, to make decisions, to decide I am no longer going to have this victim identity, this um, learned self-pity or learned um, helplessness, right? Because that helped me back then to get things that I needed and wanted and I was afraid to ask and people, you know, help me. But now it's, it's, it's time. It's time to rise up and I can figure this out. Going from I can't to I can I can, I can figure this out. I can do this. I am willing. Because I think so much, it's so easy to look at the circumstances. Well, that's not for me. I can't do this. I'm not a person. That is a victim identity. Complete powerlessness and helplessness. And so the life lesson I learned now, and I will never be the same because I've done so much work in this area, is I can Everything is figureoutable. That is my quote today, too, by the way, is everything is figureoutable. And I taught, I, teach, I taught my kids that this morning. They didn't think, you know, I told them there was one time that people thought you couldn't break the, the four-mile barrier, right, uh, the, you know, to break that record. And Roger Bannister, he broke the record. And right after that, 20, 25 people broke the four-mile um, record. Mm. And people at one point thought it was impossible to go to the moon. And I asked my kids today, I said, do you think we can go to the sun? Nope. Same time. I was like, maybe. That's exactly what people thought about going to the moon, going to space. There could be. Right. We could create something. Everything is figureoutable. When we think that way, we find all the solutions. When we think we can't, we'll be right. Problems, 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 problems. I love it. What a beautiful word, figureoutable. I love it. I agree. Everything has a solution. Kathy, where does that all leave you, bud? 
I think that, you know, once you identify the enemy, whether that's yourself or, Mm -hmm. you know, an an obstacle from the outside, once you identify that and you can face that, then your mindset can go from why me to try me, you know? Mm. Um, I I don't think that anything is out of reach. You know, I ask my kids all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it always changes, and I support it fully. Mm. You know, if you want to be a doctor one week and a fireman the next week and a gypsy the next week and a, I don't care, do what you want. Mm-hmm. I tell them all the time, I don't care if you sell oranges under the overpass as long as you're happy. Mm-hmm. But first, you have to allow yourself to be happy. Yes. Mm. So Beautiful. So leading on into that, we will put the cape on you for a minute and let you sit in the spotlight and recognize that you are, in fact, more people's hero than you think. So thank you for that. Hmm. Um, If you, and I think you mentioned it a while ago, but if you had, you know, one liner to put on a T-shirt, what would it say? It would be everything is figure outable. And underneath that, I would put this too shall pass. Because I think it goes back to the feelings. You know, I think we can get so overwhelmed by a moment and call it a bad day when it was just a bad moment. And mm. to know that this, this suffering, this problem, it will pass. You know, I've had so many dark times where I thought, you know, like, I just get me out, take me out of this place, right? And I recently around, you know, our community, there's been a few teenage suicides, especially in, you know, men. And I just always wonder, like, what is it that, and I heard, you know, it's like literally the decisions made in 20 minutes. It gets so much despair, it pounds, it, you know, compounds that it's just done. But these moments pass, our feelings pass, you know, these circumstances will pass. And I just love that because it gives me hope, especially in the dark times, because we do have dark times, you know, and, and, um, but just to remind ourselves that this too shall pass, this nervousness shall pass, right? My anxiety will pass. My fear will pass. And if it's not in this lifetime, we know, we know it's going to pass. Amen. Yeah. I, I, love, I that. love that. Yeah, me too. Uh, there's, there's just so much hope in that right there. And I think that's one thing that people right now are just looking for, right? Those moments of hope, those places they can hang on to, that space where they can get better, where it's okay over here to feel like that. Yes. And, and there's just been yeah. so much of it opened up. It's just beautiful to see. Mm. And realizing that you can't have one without the other. You know, you don't you don't learn how to appreciate the sunshine unless you're in the rain mm-hmm. or vice versa. You know, you don't, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't have one without the other. So you have to learn to appreciate them all. Yes. And to yeah. know that it won't last, right? Like to remind ourselves, yeah. it's like, it's collecting evidence. I feel like cause sometimes in a moment it can feel like this is all, it's always going to be this way. Like COVID right? Like COVID will pass just like the bubonic plague. And just like, 
you know, storms that come in, hurricanes, the, the flooding, it does pass. It's like, who do I want to be in this moment? How can I anchor into hope right now and be calm and be the hero now in the midst of this dark place? It's, it's so very true. And it does pass. You know, so many things we think when we're in the middle of it that it's not. And, it, and this, this thing that happened, this moment that I'm sitting in, has now defined my life. And no, it hasn't. It's just yes. designing you. Right. It, 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 to give you what you need. Just designing you, that's all. Mm, so, ladies, we that. have come to that place where we're about to run out of time. And I'm sorry because I can keep on with this conversation. What a beautiful conversation this has been. Thank you so much, Tana, for sharing your time with us and your knowledge and your wisdom. And uh, go you, girl. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Go you, girl. I love it. Yeah. Go you. So thank you for your time and for your wisdom today. Um, we kind of have a ritual. We love the way that we can have learned to kind of wrap this up. So, Cassie, we're going to start with you. What's your final statement today to our audience? I think I say this every time, but I hope that our listeners listen to this with an open heart and an open mind because there was so much wisdom shared during this conversation. Um, And I think that if you're listening, then you are here with us for a reason. So figure out what that reason is. Amen. Amen. I would just like to close with our, with our, you know, with our stuff. So please, ladies and gentlemen, always remember that we are brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If you know somebody we need to talk to, if you want to share your journey and your story with us, you just want to have a conversation, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Tana, we would be honored if you would take the stage for the last 90 seconds and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Mm. I just want you to know that you have infinite worth and you have infinite value. And it's okay right now if you don't believe it, but the truth is it's not about what you bring to the table. It's not about your skills. It's not about your personality. It's about you being human and you being you, right? The sky is blue. And sometimes there's clouds that cover it, and we think the sky is black or gray, but that's not true. We, it's just covered. The sky is always blue. It will never not be blue. It's blue. That's like your worth. You will always be worthy. You will always be beloved. That's mm. just who you are. It doesn't matter. You can fight it. You can believe it. You cannot believe it. But the fact is you are worthy, and you have worth, and you have infinite value because you were created by an infinite valuable God. He doesn't make junk. His fingerprints are all over you. And if you look at your fingerprints, there's only one, only one of you. You are a masterpiece, whether you believe it or not. And what I want to offer you is to start working to believe it. Look at that sky. It's always blue, always just like you, always worthy. It doesn't matter how you've been treated or who treated you this way or what you think about yourself or what you bring. No, you just are. You can feel anything and still be worthy. You can feel shame, still be worthy. You can feel disappointment and still be worthy. You just are. Now it's time to decide to step into your value and to believe it and go shine. 